Welcome to Part of My Fandom, where we have guests on to express their passions for their fandom. And uh, today we had Alice. Uh, she came on to talk about Bachelor Nation, which was way out of my wheelhouse. But uh, she uh, clued me into a lot of things, and uh, it was a good conversation and everything about Bachelor and learned some things I didn't know. And uh, hell, I might even go check me out an episode of The Bachelor. I, I don't know. Probably not, but... Listen, uh, listen to the interview. Uh, you're going to get a lot out of it if you're just curious about it. If you don't necessarily want to go watch The Bachelor, if you're just curious about, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff, The Bachelor community, you know, Bachelor Nation community and stuff. She gave a lot of good insight, and it was a very good interview. Uh, don't forget, you can find part of my fandom across all social media platforms and uh, across all podcast platforms. And uh, if you want to come on the show, you know, uh, drop me an email or just want to uh, say hi. Drop me an email at part of my fandom at gmail.com. Uh, hope you enjoy this. Welcome to Part of My Fandom, where we have guests on to talk about their fandom. And my guest today is Alice, who is a member of Bachelor Nation. How you doing, Alice? Hi, I'm good. Well, that's a very strange and official way. You know what? I am. I am. Unashamed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I learned that quick. So I did a little research on this, and people take their Bachelor Nation very serious, so I want to make that very clear. Oh, my God, we do. We absolutely do. I mean, I am newly on the, the Bachelor Reddit, and I mean, the, the amount of like, Oh my God, they, you know, these couples didn't post for a month. They're probably broken up. That's it. That's it. You know, <laughs> every little thing is scrutinized. It's amazing. Exactly. So I just wanted to make it clear up front that you were a member <laughs> that you, you know, <laughs> so when you talk, people knew, you know, you knew what you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, before we start all that, though, uh, anything you want to tell the people where they can find you outside of here or. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I'm Alice Lauren. I'm. A comedian in this beautiful upstate western i don't know what to call it new york and my twitter is at pod socialite because i've been nicknamed a podcast socialite it's a whole it's a whole story um <laughs> and my my tiktok is podcast socialite in case any younger or i guess also older people are on tiktok that's podcast socialite um and a lot of the podcasts that I'm on are the Movies by Minute podcast. It's a whole community where we break down movies a minute at a time. Um, you'd be very surprised how much we can get out of one minute of your favorite movies. I've been on a million of them. I love them. Constantly working on them. If you want to find those podcasts, you can find them on moviesbyminutes.com. Okay. Did you say you were a comedian? Yeah. Really? I didn't know. Uh -huh. I, I must have missed that. <laughs> I know. So you do stand up or? Yeah, stand up. Yeah. Really? I mean, I, I have an, an improv background and I do some stand up. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's awesome. I, I missed that totally. I love <laughs> I love comedy. <laughs> How long you been doing that? Um, I mean, it is very on and off. I'm a very lazy <laughs> comedian. <laughs> um, but oh my gosh, it. I mean, I've, I've done kind of like the improv comedy all through school and 
through college and a bit like in the in the community as well not too recently um oh my gosh it's been oh what year is it oh my god maybe i think i like started maybe five years ago but it's been you know like the first year you're more consistent and it's been kind of just on and off but okay still 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 considering myself a comedian i have a funniest person in in, in my city contest coming up soon so oh okay well good luck on that thank you uh so do you have like a youtube or anything you do or like what i don't i i don't have a youtube no unfortunately most comedians have like a youtube or skit you know something you know something like that they do yeah 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 something they do i was just wondering but uh man is it do you uh get really nervous being up there (laughs) <laughs> I, I do I mean I'm someone like who I who's been through like theater and everything I love doing musicals and plays I sing I'm in a choir all those kinds of things um so I've always been on stage but like when it's stand-up comedy like it is yourself yeah. it's not you're not playing a character I mean you kind of can a little bit I mean some people some you know comedians really take it to where they really are just a character um but yeah it is it feels so personal it's the stuff that you're writing so yeah definitely i am shaking before during and after for a while i get oh. very nervous what do you prefer stand-up or like uh comedic acting um oh my gosh um i mean i like being laughed with <laughs> um <laughs> but oh man that's that's tough I mean, I'm I'm doing a play right now, and like memorizing lines has been really difficult. So, it looks, but at the same time, memorizing jokes is kind of the same thing. So, I don't know that that's that's a good question. Um, maybe comedic acting, just because yeah, it's weird to say, but like it's not as vulnerable. Like you're just using someone else's words, and you can kind of you know, brainstorm how to be, you know, bigger, crazier, and then mm-hmm. play these fun characters. It's fun to kind of get out of your own skin for a while, I guess. Yeah, I guess that would be. I I never, you know, I had people, you say, oh, you're funny, but I could never imagine standing up there and, you know, trying to tell jokes to people and they're just staring at you, <laughs> you know. And, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, your job is to be there to make them laugh. And and I guess after you've been doing it a while, like with these, uh, you know, Chris Rocks and those type of comedians, when you get up there, stepping on stage is just enough. You know what I mean? The people are going to laugh regardless. But when you're starting out, I cannot imagine people just standing there and go, OK, who are you and what makes you funny? Go ahead. Tell me. You know, you're like, uh, you know, who I'm getting getting stage fright just thinking about it. <laughs> but anyway, you're almost you're all almost like competing not, I mean, not really, but kind of competing with each other in the same, like, if, if you're in the same community, like, sometimes when I go to, like, nearby, you know, cities and, and things like that, mm-hmm. maybe you're not really competing with each other, but, yeah, like, the, you know, people have their friends, people have their cliques, so. Is it a tight-knit comedy community there where you are? Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah, I would, I would say so. Okay, that's cool. All right. I just wanted to cover your comedy before you said you was a comedian. So no, that's right. fun. No problem. Now we can get into why you're really here. So <laughs> tell me, what's the beginning of your, your venture through Bachelor Nation? How do we get into Bachelor it? Bachelor Nation. Yeah. yeah. So I 
was 11 (laughs) (laughs) and the show had just started it was whatever it was 2002 2003 i don't feel like fact checking it's fine um (laughs) (laughs) not that i'm gonna figure out how old i am now no it's okay um and yeah so i mean i've always been a romantic i you know had crushes since i was little i fell in love for the first time and like still holds up since i you know when i was nine so you know i was always that that romantic boy crazy kind of person and then when i was 11 i guess i mean my parents started watching season one of the bachelor and i just fell in love with it you know and i mean it's been going on ever since and i've seen every bachelor bachelorette bachelor pad bachelor winter games bachelor in paradise bachelorette of course um yeah i've i've seen every every single thing wow so your parents so at 11 so i know it's a lot of you know it's a lot of romantic type things going on on those shows your parents didn't have like you know issues with that yeah, well, you know what's interesting? Yeah, I mean, my parents, very protective parents, had parental controls on, you know, on everything. I was not allowed to watch R-rated things, MTV, all those, you know, different things as a kid. So it is kind of surprising that it was, like, The Bachelor and Desperate Housewives <laughs> that yeah. I would watch oh. with them, um, you know, because they really were not, yeah, I mean, they were not open about any of these things. Um, I mean, I think that, I don't remember what season it was, not that, you know, not that you would know, or many people who aren't, you know, don't know The the Bachelor would really know, but um, there was a point where the idea of kind of the, the, inappropriate, the inappropriate stuff in quotes, the, the sex, the fantasy suites is a big, mm-hmm. you know, part of the, part of the season, that... There always were fantasy suites, but it was only a few years back when it kind of it kind of turned into like, yeah, we all know what you do in these fantasy suites, you know, where people were becoming at least a, a bit more vocal, like, yes, let's go to the fantasy suites so we can talk, you know, or yeah. <laughs> you know, really like punching that out there, or let's go to you know, let's go to fantasy suites you know, yes, we had sex or let's, you know, let's make it look like the, you know, the morning after, like they did, or they, you know, post show, they say, oh, yes, I saw three of the men or slept with all three of the women. And, and there was oh, more they do that drama now? with that. Yeah, they, yeah they, they do that now. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, they, became, they became more open about, you know, what's going on in these fantasy suites um, or, I mean, especially in recent seasons where where people have been like, you know, if you are intimate with these two other men or or if you're intimate with these two other women, because it's 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 three people at that point, usually. And, you know, if you're intimate with them, then I'm just going to leave. You know, that's my ultimatum. That's not what I'm interested in. So it's it's become this really interesting, this interesting thing now where. Okay. That so, inappropriate stuff is more in the forefront. Okay, so back in the day, it was more kind of hidden. You would say yeah, it, of, it, yeah. it, what they didn't like go to the 
I'm guessing you mean they have these little after shows or when everything's done and they want like, oh, I slept with everybody here, you know, or whatever. They'll kind of keep yeah. it more, you know, private. Yeah, like, I mean, not even in fantasy suites, there was one bachelorette who was very slut shamed because not, I mean, before even fantasy suites week, she went on a date with a man and, you know, they they closed the, the door and mm-hmm. they had sex and that's what happened. And, I mean, in previous seasons, you know, there was kind of that secret of like, oh, yeah, yeah, this bachelor, yeah, oh, he didn't just sleep with, you know, three women on the fantasy suite week no he slept with more women than that or this happened or this you know more hush hush kind of kind of stuff but this woman got slut shamed i think that's actually when it all started oh wow is you know the the slut shaming of you know oh my gosh after a date you know you slept with this man well why not if you know if that's what she wanted to do hey why not um and then it kind of just really (laughs) broke open the discussion of like Oh, it's not as, I mean, I guess, I, I don't want to say it's not as wholesome, but, you know, was it ever wholesome? But it's not as wholesome as we're kind of imagining it to be. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was just very, it yeah. was very interesting in the, in, the, in the changing attitudes about the show. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, because... <laughs> That's kind of crazy. I never even thought I, I'm. I don't watch The Bachelor. Never mm-hmm. seen an episode. Yeah. Um, my on my only exposure to The Bachelor is through Howard Stern, who talks about it quite a bit. Yeah. And and you know, every now and then you see something on social media. You know, some I guess you know when some bachelor marries, like you say, marries so and so, or you know, or something like that. So, but I never really thought about the show like in a sense of. You know, what if this guy starts sleeping with, you know, every woman he goes on a date with a show? How does that affect the end of the show? You know? Yeah. And uh, that's kind of crazy. Now think about it because you're all there. So, like, has it been an instance where, you know, they all they all got there. He's there for the choosing. He's about to choose. And then he confesses. Okay, but yeah, I slept with like all the finalists here. And that that actually (laughs) happened. Um, I mean, it's it's sort of assumed. I mean, it, it happened in the last Bachelor actually as well, where you know he said the the girl was saying, "Well, you know, if, if you slept with them, then you know I'm just I'm not interested." And he was very upset because he was like, "Look, I was intimate with the two other women because they all you know they all have fantasy suite dates the same week." Mm-hmm. And so she probably was, you know, producers probably made her be the last one, you know, for, for drama purposes. And, mm-hmm. you know, he sent her home. It was kind of like a mutual sending each other <laughs> home kind of thing, a mutual breakup kind of thing. But, I mean, I mean, sometimes some leads, they call it, you know, bachelor, bachelorette leads will have, well, you know, if, if you really, if you know at three people who you're going to pick, maybe you you won't sleep with the other two people. I mean, we've also heard postseason people being like, oh, no, no, you know, we just talked all night, which is fine because it's the only eight hours you're going to get without cameras where you can talk about religion and children and political values and, and all of the things. So, yeah, it's also a really great time for a conversation because mm-hmm. it's, it's your alone time, you know? Yeah. 
So, I mean, I mean, you really don't have to. I know there was a bachelor that, I mean, maybe you saw he came out as gay recently. Yeah, and, the quarterback guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Colton. And, you know, people were saying, yeah, you know, we just laid next to each other and he wore sweatpants the whole time. And, yeah, I mean, it's 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 whatever you want, you know. Um, I didn't think too hard about all of this when I was 11, 12, you know, years old. Mm-hmm. I think it shaped... I mean, we can get into that, how much the show has really shaped who I am. But I think when I was younger and you see these beautiful, you know, fantasy sweet mm. dates, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, when I have sex someday, that's what I want it to all look like. And, you know, you're, I mean, it's these big, beautiful, I mean, not even just fantasy suites, like even talking about the dates, you know, oh my gosh, this is what romance could could be like. I mean, mm-hmm. I had a good head on my shoulders, but you know, this is what romance could be like. Look at this beautiful hotel room, cabin, St. Lucian hut, whatever yeah, it might yeah. be, you know, and I thought, oh my God, that's it. I want a honeymoon here. I want, I saw a proposal in St. Lucia and now I'm like, that's it. I want to go to St. Lucia for my honeymoon, get married in Italy, you know, all the, the yeah. big crazy romantic things um but yeah oh man this i mean this show is the show has really shaped a lot of my ideas yeah and that was gonna bring me to my next question at 11 mm-hmm. like when you did start dating did you have like this unrealistic concept of dating or because of like you say you see all this and you know this the because everything's staged you know and yeah. So did you go into, did you get like this unrealistic idea of, okay, it's going to be this guy and he's going to take me here, 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 and, you know, anything like that? Or was it just more, you just wanted the romance of some of that, what you saw? I think it was that I wanted the romance because a lot of, a lot of what's shown is the the connection that people have. And I knew that I wanted to have that connection and I think something that's very interesting is you know people will be like oh my god you're dating 25 30 people at a time oh my god you know but it's 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 like having 30 or 25 boyfriends or girlfriends over your lifetime so you're really just like narrowing it down you know I mean I'm someone who people that I previously dated weren't people that I necessarily had connections to. I kind of fell into relationships for other, other reasons. And so to me, I, you know, I, I keep thinking about, well, you have to have that vibe. You have to have that connection. You know, I almost wish that I could be a lead so I could be like, okay, who am I feeling that connection, that vibe with some more, you know, yes, I want to have that romance, but yeah, I definitely always knew this is an over, you know, over the top show. I mean, when I was, uh, I mean, before I even started watching The Bachelor, when I was like five, six years old, I had, um, what a strange tangent, but it, it makes sense. Um, <laughs> when I, when I, uh, I liked this boy in my kindergarten class and he was dating another girl in my kindergarten class. And I imagined like, oh my gosh, they must go to Burger King together you know, and, and sit across from each other and like, you know, that, and, and now I think about it, I'm like, they were five years old, there's no way, you know, if, if, if they did, there was did, no they way he their, took her to Burger had, King. If they did, they had their mommies with them, you know, yeah. like, there's no way, what am I thinking, you know, <laughs> but, 
but it, you know, I, I mean, I always, I always had that kind of picture. So like my ideas of, of, of dates and stuff in general was not, you know, that sky high. Now, do I want to have that sky high stuff sometime? Sure. You know, yeah. um, I think that, you know, there, there's, there's no real pride in being like, well, I'm just a low maintenance girl and I could just, I, I got into an argument with someone once because they were saying, well, you know, if, if you're just sitting there eating McDonald's in the, you know, in, in the parking lot together and talking, is that a date? And I was like, no, you know, I, I mean, it's fine to have casual dates. I'm not saying you're going to be, I don't know, jumping out of a plane as a date. I don't even want that. But, but, I don't. I don't even know what I'm necessarily <laughs> trying to get at. No, but I, I just. I, I get you. I know what you're saying. So yeah. the McDonald's in the parking lot thing. Yes, that yeah. is a date after you've been dating. That too. <laughs> yeah. That too. Oh, if a yeah, guy oh. takes you, I, look, I got five daughters. If they come home and they're like, "Hey, Dad, you know, I went on this fabulous date," and I'm like, "Oh, what'd you do?" and they're like, "We sat in his car and ate McDonald's." I'm like, "Okay, that's it. We're done with him. Who's next?" You know what I mean? Because. Yeah that's not it's it shows that you're not trying to impress you know you you yeah. don't you don't really to, this is just me personally speaking here you're not really you know you're not trying to impress you don't really you didn't put in the effort you know it, mm-hmm. that's no effort in that now after you've been dating a while and you know hey let's go out and you you know y'all grab some mcdonald's eat in the car and talk yeah that's a date i mean y'all been you know and all that yeah. the impressed you know them the 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 part to impress is over. Y'all are dating, dating. Now we got to mm-hmm. get into real life situations. It yeah. might be just a budget thing, McDonald's. Now you know yeah. what I mean, just because of right. budget. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even when you're you know dating, you know, in a relationship, engaged, married, whatever, like you should still try to at times. Oh yes, like, definitely. Oh no, we can't do McDonald's everything. all the time. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can't be all the time, yeah. but you can't go out all the time. No. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, you really, I mean, you should impress. But then th- the other thing that I, I think was so interesting is there's a lot that's said about, you know, nice guys finish last and girls always go for the jerks. And you see that really play out on this show. But you also see a lot of nice guys that if the vibe's not there, you know, they're eliminated. And that that's really interesting, right? That you don't have to feel so so bad about it, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, because it's a part of the show, so it's like, yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, you so, know, so it's, it's not just grab one, you know, nice person. All right, great, cool, got it, you know? Yeah. So, do you find on the Bachelor at mm-hmm. side of things, do the nice guys finish last? I don't think so, and the, the Bachelorettes have chosen more people that they've ended up engaged to, married to, than The Bachelors. The Bachelor tra- track record is not great. Um, it's maybe like one to two. And I actually, no, I think, it's, I think it's three Bachelors that have chosen someone that they've, uh, well, okay, there's three, three, three Bachelor couples from the show that have, stayed together mm-hmm. two of them it was their runner-up like it was the runner-up where they were like oh oops no i picked the wrong person it was the runner-up and then the runner-up and now they're 
you know, married. Um, so uh, it's okay. Um, with the women, they're doing pretty good. Um, especially, especially recently with, you know, their, their pickers, but, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, and people say, well, women don't know what they want, you know, they, <laughs> but yet the women uh, have better, <laughs> obviously yeah. they, they do know what they want because they, you know, they're able to pick and stick to it more than the men's side of things. Yeah. Yeah. They, they know who they want and they end up married a, b- a bit more often than, <laughs> than the guys. Yeah. I remember the first person uh first actually some of my first exposure to any bachelor stuff was uh i think her name was maybe kendra or something she got married it was like a big deal it was on the cover of like every magazine she picked a guy and they had to get married and i think they had kids they might be still together far as i know this was years ago yeah it was a trista trista Trista. there we go i said that all wrong no no that's okay no no yeah trista and ryan yeah i mean they my God, she's almost fifty, I think, and she's like forty nine. They're still married and have their kids, and yeah, amazing. Yeah, she's she like, was the first, like, you know, I guess, um, good story I ever heard coming out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But she was one of the first bachelorettes, huh? I think she might have been. Yeah, something like that. I know when they first started, it was two or three bachelors. Um, they had like bachelor seasons and they really had to try to get the creator and lead person to be, you know, cause at first they're like women picking from a bunch of men. Oh no, no. You know, that's weird. We're not, no, you know, they, they can't do that. No one wants to see that. Um, but, but thank God they, they convinced him like, no, we have to. Um, Cause that that would be that would be quite the uproar uh, <laughs> if they only had yeah. bachelor seasons. They never let a woman do it. Yeah, could imagine. So, what do you think on the guy side of things? Why do you think the guys are less successful? Is it just you know just they want to date a bunch of women and you know can't really narrow it down, or if it's for the experience or something? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to make like generally generalizations. Yeah, yeah, who's like more like in tune who's more you know whatever that is tough i mean i know in earlier seasons like much you know much earlier um you know they 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 just chose the you know pretty 21 year old girl or you know something like that maybe um you know pick whatever whatever blonde not that there's anything wrong with blondes but like just picked whatever you know pretty girl at the end mm-hmm. um and then it yeah, got deeper as the show continued over the years you think the choices got a little more deeper yeah yeah i mean i think and then there came a point where they tried to have people that because it, it started out as like let's re- let's re- recruit just some banker some you know whatever it is some rich person i mean they had one where it was like he was like a kind of sort of italian prince loosely but you know he was you know an italian prince you know something like that and now they cast people that are from the previous season or maybe a couple seasons before but like we've watched their story we've engaged with them we've seen you know we, we've seen how they love a bit more mm-hmm. we've seen their hearts get broken i mean especially i mean they call it like getting the bachelor edit if you're like the not usually runner-up but like the third person 
who gets like broken up with and it's heartbreaking and now we're like no we're rooting for you so that they try to like cast one of those people um so, so maybe it's also that they've been through the process before so it's easier for them and it's easier for us to root for them <laughs> yeah possibly because yeah. you're already fans of them from the yeah. previous yeah i can understand that um so i was gonna ask you about that so I hear Howard, Howard, like I say, how I hear about a lot of this from Howard Stern. Mm -hmm. He always talks about like, why are you picking this guy? He doesn't even have a job. Like what, what could he possibly work at? <laughs> you know, he's, he's able to do. So that's my question to you. Where do these people possibly work at where they can take this much time off of work and come to this oh, show? Gosh. Is everybody like rich? Like, is everybody like independently well or come from money where they can possibly go? Because I know, you know, like I live a regular normal life and work around regular people. And if somebody mm -hmm. came up to me and was like, hey, look, I need to take, a, you know, a few months off. I'm going on a bachelor. I'm yeah. like, well, I'm going to have to fill your position. I mean, you won't, you know, you will not have a job when you get back. I'm sorry. That's not a good reason. So I was wondering, like, what, you know, how do they find these people? And, you know, and what do they do, you know, to be able to come on that show? And then does that come into play with? And I know you might not know this might be behind the scenes stuff, but is that coming to play with who they're picking? Because they're like, OK, you know, here's, you know, here's Chad, you know, and they, under his thing, he's like model, you know, <laughs> OK, mm -hmm. right, <laughs> yeah. model. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like, OK, model where, you know, I want to do the women think about it like that. How is this guy going to provide for a family? You know, is he working now? He's not modeling now. He's here. So, you know, some I was just wondering, did they shed any light on that? Oh, man. Yeah. So this is an interesting one. So early on, I mean, this started in 2002, 2003. This started early, early 2000s where we didn't have social media. We didn't have influencers. We didn't have all of this stuff. Um, and people usually went away into like obscurity. Mm -hmm. um, so people really went on, and this is a big phrase for Bachelor Nation, for the right reasons. Um, and, and a lot of times, like, the story was, you know, mom nominates you, dad, friends nominate you for the show, mm, something okay. like that. Now, a lot of it <laughs> is if you have maybe a, a larger, like, Instagram following, people, you know, the producers approach you, the, like, those kinds of things. You have, yeah, you have a, a bit less of a, I mean, people still, people still nominate, but, you know, it is all about the, the social media now. Um, and now you can get a, a platform and now you can become an influencer. I was listening to a podcast recently, and this will go into like what kinds of jobs these people have because it really varies. But there was someone, he is, um, he's an engineer. He has his master's in engineering. I think he's like a senior engineer somewhere. And, you know, he, he went on the show, you know, he, I mean, they, they let him go on the show and he came back, worked for a bit. I mean, he's still working full time as an engineer, Okay. but he's pulling in thousands and thousands of dollars on sponsor sponsorships and i don't i mean I, well no he got to i think top four i believe and i mean and he said he's making more money in influencing in social media 
than his top engineering job. Like, he's still doing both, at least for now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it is crazy because now it really is about the opportunity, the platform that you have. Um, I mean, you can go on, on Dancing with the Stars. I mean, Trista did that way back when as well. But you can go on Dancing with the Stars. Everyone's starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. You can sell things on Instagram. You can walk the red carpets. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's pretty, I mean, you can have new TV shows. You can become just about anything, especially if you go really far on the show. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's really interesting. And a lot of these people, yeah, sometimes they're, well, sometimes they're models. I mean, or they're models and they're something else. But I mean, I remember there was someone who was like assistant DA or something, something like that. And I mean, that that's a whole thing when you're a lawyer and we've had lawyer leads on, on the show who, I mean, they have to write to, I think, the attorney general and be like, please let me off of work for these few months. And people are supportive. Wow. But I mean, I mean, you really don't need to work again if you get good sponsorships and stuff after. But but yeah, sometimes it really is like high level you know, sci- I mean, we had like a scientist on there recently. I mean, anything. Um, I mean, there was someone, I think, was it The Last Bachelor? I mean, he's just like a, not just, but like a medical sales rep. And the girl he picked is a wedding photographer. So, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a bunch of different jobs. And sometimes the jobs that they put on the screen aren't like their actual jobs. There have been like dog lover. There was chicken enthusiast, <laughs> um, but like in real life, they do other, they do yeah, other, other stuff, you know. Or they had twins, and like the occupation will say twin, you know, like just to be silly, even if they do other stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people quit their jobs. I don't know how really independently wealthy they are. They spend a lot of money on the outfits that they bring, especially the women. But they can also they also, you know, speak to these brands and say, hey, I'm going on this on the show and I can show off this dress that, you know, that you have, you know, hey, designers, I can show off this dress or this mm-hmm. whatever pants. And there are people I mean, I I used to read blogs, but I used to read blogs where they really are like, hey, hey, where is that pair of earrings from? Where is that, you know, p- <laughs> pair, pair of heels from? And yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's a great business in itself. So you don't have to spend so much money if you get, you know, if you can borrow clothing and I, I know like the, the women swap with each other a bit as well. So that's, that's how they save money sometimes. But yeah, I think somebody spent $5,000 on a whole new wardrobe <laughs> just wow. for the show and you can bring only two suitcases. So it's crazy. Okay. So basically it's uh. So back in the day, it was your mom, dad, somebody, hey, I think my son would be a great person to come on your show, you know, or whatever. So they were nominated. So that means if your family's nominating you, they're obviously going to help you financially if, you know, if you need it to go on the show. You would hope, yeah. You would hope, right. (laughs) And this was, you know, obviously years before, you know, social media became what it is now. So, but you're saying nowadays, you know, coming on the show can be a business move. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or well, well that too. I mean, you, you know, you can come on, hopefully you come on 
for love, but now there is such a platform. There's the spin-off summer show of Bachelor in Paradise where they just put a bunch of them on a beach together. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, also, like, you make new friends. I mean, that's the other thing, too, is statistically you won't end up with a person at the end, but, like, you make, you know, hopefully lifelong friends. I know in the earlier seasons, I've I've heard these, you know, people talk about seasons that were you know 15 years ago and they don't talk anymore but maybe now with social media there's people that you know that they they keep in touch with and and you meet your best friends you get to travel to beautiful locations so you know it's an adventure at the end of the day and hopefully you get you know if not a a spouse you get i don't know you get deals and memories yeah Yeah. i can understand that you know Mm -hmm. these days if you're working at a clothing store you know, you, you think you got what it takes to be, you know, you know, he might pick you or even to become the bachelorette. I can see where you're like, you know what? I'm out of here, you know, and uh, worst case scenario, I build up my following. And like you say, get off the show and I start a podcast, a YouTube, you know, something like that. And fashion line, yeah, fashion start, line. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, so I can definitely understand that nowadays. So. um, OK, so we I know you spoke on uh colton earlier right that's who it was colton who came out as gay and that was kind of not necessarily a scandal but you know i guess somebody was shocked you know um have there been like big scandals in bachelor nation like you know or was colton kind of like the you know right oh my gosh oh i'm trying to think of suddenly i'm like blinking on like scandals let me think um I mean, there was one of, like, was a person, I mean, this was such a long time ago, but was a person, um, like, talking with, like, like romantically involved with the producer that, that, that you know, that they sent them home. Oh, I mean, wow. some of the, yeah. I, I mean, there, there were other scandals. I mean, I told you some of the bachelors, you know, they, they proposed to someone at the end, and then they blindsided the woman later and were like, listen, I really miss the other woman. And I think I I want to be with, you know, that person and like broke up with them either live because they have like an after the final rose live thing usually. Yeah. So, you know, kind of blindsided them there. Um, On the rose live? Yeah, either like live at, at, oh, it's called wow. after the fi- after the <laughs> final rose. And. I mean, they've done that. They've done. That sounds just mean. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. That like was, on that national, was... you can tell me this off camera. Like you know, at least you know something. Well, they yeah. had that, and then they had so. Um, there's usually well, there's a, a few months like between the filming and when the show starts coming out. So they have these things called happy couple weekends, where they kind of put the couple away, like in a you know safe house whatever some you know property and they actually they, they filmed somebody breaking up with you know br- breaking up with the the his fiance there and you know and they really just kind of uncut showed as you know she's like what do you mean like you've been thinking about you know this other woman and you know i mean and it's crazy i mean thankfully it worked out for the guy because you know he he married his runner-up and they have three children now and she went on to become the bachelorette and then you know mm. got engaged again and that didn't work out <laughs> and that was 
a whole scandal and now she's engaged to someone else again but you know it's it's who also was on was on the on the bachelor but she met him on bachelor in paradise so it, it's i mean it's it's crazy thankfully it works out for a lot of people yeah um in, in the long run but i mean those are i mean some of them i mean i think the the latest one i mean it's definitely the the bachelor um and how they i don't know how to put this i mean the, the bachelor and, and racism and I mean, basically, it's it's how they they fired the host, Chris Harrison. They fired the host um, because there was a very uncomfortable exchange that happened. There was a, a bachelor who I have, let me look up exactly what it was called. Um, oh gosh, let's see. Are you talking about the one with the? Um uh was this the the um antebellum party lady thank you i forgot what the word is yeah. antebellum yeah with the antebellum yeah, okay yeah i know what you're talking yeah. about yeah I was, I was like trying to figure out what the heck of the, that word was but but yeah with the antebellum you know party yeah and, and for those of you out there that don't know antebellum party is uh where uh you come dressed up as like southern you know in southern clothing most most of the time it's like southern slave owners wore uh the antebellum dresses or whatever but it's plantation, not yeah, plantation yeah. yeah and it's not and it's not necessarily like i say slave owners wear it was plant like she says plantation parties but you know everybody knows if you own the plantation you own slaves so and yeah. that's where the controversy came in yeah it's um yeah i mean it's, it's the same idea i mean now people want to have their wedding at a plantation and it's like yeah exactly ooh, you know yeah, that, yeah. that kind of stuff right and the host for many, many years since day one, Chris Harrison was like, well, that happened in the the plantation party it was in 2018. It was a different time. And the, the first black bachelorette who went on to become um, a correspondent for inter, inter, entertainment TV. I can't remember. It was an extra or something, but mm-hmm. you know, she was like, are you kidding me? 2018 was a different <laughs> time, you know? Yeah. Right. And, and it just, and you should give her some grace and, and this and that and wow. you know, very, very, very strange. So he stood up um, for this uh this girl, yeah. This girl and lost his job because of it. Did she win or anything? Or did was she kicked? He off? did. He he yep. So so the that bachelor was their first black bachelor and he he picked her and then this, you know, plantation party pictures came out and he was oh, like wow. Yeah, and he was like, well, you know, she has some edu- educating, to do, you know, needs to be educated and, and this and that. And, you know, I'm not, and I'm not happy and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and the, the host was fired. And they had um, on their after the final rose, you know, they, they said, you know, we're not together. And they seemed angry, upset, but they left the set hand in hand and we're not you know kind of on shaky ground but then started dating they've been dating like you know a year at least now and he he just uh the the bachelor wrote a book and it was kind of like yeah like we were basically together everything's ridiculous they made me look bad as a as a black man and it was just a whole thing um and, and now they're, they're trying to make the show more diverse have more black contestants show them 
in a better light um, because The Bachelor has been, you know, it, it really appeals to like a Midwest Christian conservative mm-hmm. audience. And so they're trying to kind of, you know, make it more diverse, which is great. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, you know, in, in the middle of all of these, you know, like George Floyd, you know, yeah. death and, and all of that, you know, that's when they had announced this black bachelor who had never been on a show before. There were yeah. many other, you know, black men they could have picked, yeah. but it was a very strange, you know, what are you doing kind of kind of idea. They, and then, they, they tried it. And then, um, you know, the first black bachelor, he picks a woman that went to antebellum party. That's got to be... That seems almost staged, you know, which I know well, it probably wasn't, but. Well, and, and, and people are upset because in the first, like, they had um, a host and, and Bachelor chat, like, in episode one, where he was saying, you know, there's a lot of pressure for me. Because I, I believe he was, he's mixed and mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of, not that it matters, but, like, there was a lot of pressure for me to pick a black woman at the end of this. And. You know, he just, I mean, he was really feeling that pressure. And he said that he spoke, you know, off camera for an hour about race and this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about that. But, you know, that there was a lot of pressure and a lot of people were like, oh, so I feel like you're not really, you know, you're trying to prepare us that you're not going to pick a black woman. Okay, yeah. I see how it is. And then they, they aired um, a conversation toward, like, some of the last weeks, his his estranged father, you know, came in and they had a conversation about how, you know, his mom had to be a, a single mom and, and this and that. And his dad was never there for him. And it was like, why are you depicting a black man's issues with his black father and being estranged? It was just a very strange, and awkward dynamic. Yes. And this is why they avoided it for like 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know. And that's why, and I'm a black man, and mm-hmm. my whole thing is my whole thing about that was because I remember, like I said, I don't watch Bachelor, but I remember this whole kind of controversy. If yeah. they wanted a, so I mean, let's be real here. If mm-hmm. you wanted a black man to come on TV and pick a black woman and everything to go fine, then yeah. you would have picked a black man, and then you would have had him come on with mostly black women contestants. Yeah, I, I mean, they mo- they did it all the other years. They had, you know, The Bachelor was white and most of the girls were white. And then they sprinkled yeah. in, you know, I'm pretty sure there was one or two black ones here and there. But yeah, majority of the women were white. So why not just swap it up? You know, you have majority of the women black sprinkling a few, you know, few white girls in there. And most likely he would have picked, you know, you know what his type is before you get him on there. So and most likely he would have picked a black girl and then, you know, OK, that's that, you know. But it's almost like they they fed this one here. Like this was just too, you know, it just turned into a whole thing with the first black bachelor and then the antebellum party girl. And then, like you say, about his black father and then he having to get on there and explain. It's like they set this up for failure that season. They could have did that so differently. I, I thought anyway, if they really wanted to come out. okay, But. You know, whatever sells, you know, that's the end of the day. They don't care about black, white. They care about green. You know, it's got to make the ratings, you know, Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah, I mean, when they had the first black bachelorette, I mean, she I mean, she picked a Hispanic man and they're they're happily 
married, you know, ever since and, and mm-hmm. everything. And she said that, you know, she had spoken with, you know, with her, her now husband, you know, about these different issues and made sure that, you know, he was supporting her as a black woman and, mm-hmm. you know, but she was also upset because they did cast some, I mean, at least one, like, very racist white man who, you know, so some tweets came out later. Yeah, you know, see, that's what and I'm it was saying. like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Why would you put me in this, in this danger? You know, I think on the on her season, it was this white, this white man from the south, and it was this black man, and I think the the white man was saying, you know, oh, you know, you're you're just you're getting so aggressive, you're this, you're that, and calling a black man aggressive, oh, you know, yeah, watch yourself there. <laughs> um, and, and and then they came out with some you know tweets later on of you know what he really seemed to think of of black people and you know it's yeah that's that's pretty damn dangerous yeah it's yeah and being i would that guy was brave for being the first and she was too being the first oh, black yeah. bachelor bachelor i would never want that position cuz you cannot win you know mm-hmm. you pick you pick somebody outside your race the black people go, ah, see, we told you, you know what I mean? And then if you pick somebody with in your, in your race, it's like, ah, yeah, we knew that was going to happen, you know? So you can't, you can't win. You, you cannot win with that whole situation. And, uh, Ugh. and I think the host should have just kept to hosting. He probably shouldn't have defending anybody, <laughs> not took any sides in that one. He should have probably just, you know, did his job and hosted, you know, and he'd probably been all right. Cause, uh, that's you know that's something to lose your job over that's a pretty comfy position too i would imagine i mean oh yeah you know i mean you probably don't do a whole lot you know you talk to the guest and you get to travel and stuff with him that sounds i mean he was like you know he became over time like the executive you know an executive producer or Mm -hmm. a producer as well you know he was doing a lot in that sense but yeah i mean he really and i think it was also that his apology was like oh you know this cancel culture this you know okay right i mean he was someone that started out i think the same age as the bachelor you know the earliest bachelor bachelorettes and now he's i think he's 50 years old now and it's like oh no you know now you're an older white man from texas you know Mm, yeah (laughs) oh i see i see where this is going you know (laughs) so so uh so what do you what do you see for the future of bachelor do you think the bachelor ever end what what do you see the future like 10 years bachelor 10 years from now what right? do, bachelor oh, nation oh. 10 years from now what, yeah what do you see it i don't know i mean a, i mean a few shows have stuck around i mean there's like survivor i think amazing race is up there i mean there's yeah you know yeah yeah big brother things like that um that have really stuck around i don't know i mean people thought that as soon as the host was was gone. That was going to be it. I remember um, when the when the host was on with one of the the former bachelorettes on on her podcast, and you know she was. I think both of them, you know, were kind of like, yeah. I mean, as soon as you know, if this host retires, um, I mean, that's really going to be it. And then after this host was fired, she and another former bachelorette for a couple seasons became the 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 co-hosts and they like co-hosted it and it was great because it was two women being Hmm. the the hosts for a bachelorette and a really interesting way to 
to do that and now they've gotten a former bachelor to be the, the new host which is wow. interesting but they, they keep it all in the family huh <laughs> he, oh yeah they yeah they definitely do yeah and then he was from like a really 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 long time ago he i don't even know he did not end up with that girl for more than a few weeks i think he like i, I think instead of like proposing to the girl he gave her a plane ticket like a one-way <laughs> wow. plane ticket here you know wow. yeah no i'm it's yeah no it's it's really bizarre um why they why they chose this new robotic host but hey whatever <laughs> um but yeah i mean seemed like it was smarter to go with a success story you know yeah. as one of the hosts one of the guys actually like still married to you know his bachelorette or whatever yeah, or or someone more more personable. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, even Colton. <laughs> Colton. Yeah, I don't know about that, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, or or something, or have you know two women co-host, you know, for the Bachelorette because then it, they become kind of mentors. You know, they they've all been through it together. I mean, people were saying. You know, there was a oh gosh, a few years ago, the Bachelorette was she was crying in the bathroom, and the two female hosts, you know, went to the door and they were very sweet. You know, please let us in. Like, let's talk to you. You know, mm -hmm. whatever it, whatever it is. And it's like, oh no, Chris Harrison would never, you know, <laughs> you know, let let me comfort you while you're in the bathroom. You know, kind of kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, I I really hope that ten years ago it's still going. I I'm scared that it's going to become less about love i mean i really appreciate it more when it's about the romance and not the you know stupid cat fight kinds of stuff between the girls um because now people are realizing that, like going on the show and becoming the villain on purpose mm. you know, b both girls and, and guys that you know you become memorable that you know, you become, everyone's talking about you, although the, the cyberbullying is crazy and everyone's getting death threats and, wow. you know, racial slurs and all. I mean, that was a whole <laughs> segment that they had to be like, stop throwing racial slurs at our contestants. And I mean, it was, oh, it was, it was crazy. The, the online bullying now that, you know, the earliest, bachelors and bachelorettes yeah they could look on what would they have message boards forums you know now it's now it's everywhere um yeah i mean i i hope that it it stays about love um yeah love love and connection and not the pettiness and not you know trying to just become famous i mean there's so many shows out there you know if you just want to go and, and be famous and have fun only you know so yeah i mean i i hope it never ends well let's hope let's hope bachelor nation lives on oh man <laughs> she said oh man i hope so <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed all right uh well i think that's it i want to thank you for coming on and sharing and uh oh no 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 one more thing one more thing one more thing uh what's your Go ahead and give a quick pitch of anybody thinking about, you know, maybe you're young, you know, some young girl or guy out there is like, huh, I want to get into The Bachelor. What's your pitch to come on board? Come on board. I mean, let's see. It has love. It has drama. 
it has beautiful, well, hopefully as we get out of the COVID times, um, they can travel more. So it has beautiful places to travel, um, some inspo there. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's a fun, it's a fun ride. It's really interesting. It fosters conversation about relationships, connection. I mean, some of the things that are that are shared, you know, some of the like, well, a lot of the dates, they like to have people with like sad backstories. And you can, I mean, it's weird to say you can talk about trauma, but it, I mean, it really opens up a lot of a lot of conversations. You know, they're trying to they're trying to have it really, I mean, they don't have to try too hard, but they're trying to have it connect with, you know, what's happening as, as this world changes. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. A lot of people are, are watching it. It seems like celebrities like it too. I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. And I don't know. I, I love it. It's a lot of discussion. It's great. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. And I feel like I took a celebrity on the, on a bachelor podcast now. <laughs> uh, just thank you for the insight of a, a little glimpse inside of Bachelor Nation. There, I know I understand it a lot better, especially when it came to the jobs thing. That makes more way more sense to me now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I was I was sitting there wondering because, like I said, I was listening to Howard one day and he he goes into a rant about it, you know, and I'm like, mm. yeah, he's right. What what do these people do, you know? So. but yeah i really appreciate it and i appreciate everybody listening out there and be well